This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. If you see me in a room with lions, Simba's dying. Come back 15 minutes later, I'll have dinner frying. A.K.A. I think I want to run through like all the alternate ones. You know, at the end. Keep going, Jay. Keep going. A.K.A. The fact that I ain't treated like a king is absurd to me. From the streets of Joy Road to Germany, niggas heard of me. Keep going, Jay. A.K.A. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. Keep going, Jay. Give him one more. Hey. <laughs> Give him one more. AKA, um, I don't know, man. I got this. I can't remember how the first part start, but the last part is a killer. But hey, man, it's me. All right, that's all the intros I got right now. Oh man, it w- it was a good build up. Yeah, it was, and I it was anticlimactic. <laughs> it was a good build up. Uh, and this your man Dame going wild. The West Side landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 154. Yeah. Yeah. Man, we got a lot of damn episodes, dog. I don't think that's a bad thing. We we didn't gave we didn't gave the people a lot of good content. No, that's not a bad thing at all, man. It, it's really a blessing, man. Um, I've Ain't been, it a blessing? <laughs> I've been uh, sitting back, uh, thought, thinking about it, and um, it's been a pretty decent journey, man. So far, dog. It's been a good run, man. You've been a good partner, bro. Man, I appreciate it, dog. And um, it's May. Last May, uh, we was um. Well, last way we was transitioning from um studio that we had on the third floor. Moving on up. Um to the studio here on the fourth floor. And uh now we got two different studio spaces, got a little lobby area. Um so May is green very, screen room. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? May is is a very important month for us, you know what I'm saying? because um, it's the the third anniversary well, the second anniversary of the studio I mean the studio being open and um and then in June next month, it's the third anniversary of Shop Talk Podcast yeah. as a whole. But other than May being important because of that, you know, May is Urban Podcast Month. Why? Because uh, we, we said so. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we made up our own holiday. 
Facts. Um, together, well, what the the initial idea came from uh, the connected experience. While we was on a, we was on a, we were sharing, we were doing a podcast together. And yeah, they, shout out to SJ and AJ. Um, and we talked about it or whatever. And um, and May is Urban Podcast Month, man. We had a nice little event last year on May 18th. Last year was on May 18th. We had mm-hmm. a decent turnout. Um, and this year, uh, we're having another event. Yeah. And it's gonna I feel like it deserves a drum roll or something. Because <laughs> this one's going to be big. Yeah, it is, man. And um, a lot of hard work going on, on on behind the scenes. But this year, we have an urban podcast event. It's going to be on May the 26th, Sunday, May 26th, um, in between 4 and 8 p.m. Now, that's the day before Memorial Day or Labor Day. Which one of them come first? Mm. One of the Monday holidays. It's the day before that, so you don't even got to go to work the next day. So you can get bent. Yeah. So um, and it's you know it's over at eight o'clock, but um, we having this event because it's Urban Podcast Month. Uh, we having this event down at the Charles H. Wright uh, Museum for African American History. What? Because as young black fellas in this game, we are young black ma- entrepreneurs. Facts. We are actually making. African-American history. Every day. Yeah, man. So I'm really excited about this location. I'm really excited about the event. And um, I want all of you guys to come out, man. I know if y'all been listening, well, y'all been listening for quite some time, uh, following on the socials. Like, shout out to y'all who listen to our podcast, listen to other podcasts that we are featured on, and just supporting things out of the studio, out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio, man. In the last two years, We'd have had 67 different podcasts come through here and record. Thank you for helping us pay rent. You know what I'm saying? Like in real life. But no, all jokes aside, like we we tried our best to put out high quality material yeah. day in and day out, week in and week out. Like that's that's something that we pride ourselves in. 100%, man. And um, literally, I mean, it's cliche, but like without y'all, like it literally can't be us. Especially, specifically like people who come here and get their podcast recorded. Um, like we can't keep the lights on if people didn't come, and it's kind of it's 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 sometimes it's, it can have a level of anxiety because like you can't make somebody continue a podcast. Oh yeah, we've had them break I've, up on seen, air. I've seen pack podcasts break up on air in the lobby, like or life happens. You know what I'm saying? So just um, people say they're gonna come back, but like you say, they they start moving in different directions. We never see them faces again. Yeah, and um, so shout out to. Shout out to all the podcasts that we listen to, man. And just shout out for Urban Podcasts specifically, um, not here, just in, in the metro Detroit area, everywhere. Because we get a lot of love everywhere. And I listen and I try to tap in to as many podcasts as I can. I can't listen to everybody's show every week because I literally don't have enough time. But um, if you support us, then like the picture or made a comment. At some point, I have went and listened to your podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I appreciate y'all because it does take, it's a labor of love. Um, to sit down and just listen to us talk. We're not playing no music. We're not giving away nothing necessarily right now. It's just listening to good conversation. I'm, I'm talking about the other urban podcasters out there. I mean, it's a labor No, but I'm saying it's still the same thing. Yeah. Like you listening to just conversation. It's yeah. talk radio at its best. Facts. And um, man, I'm I'm really excited about some of the stuff that we got coming up, man. And um, oh, it's gonna be big. Um, it's one idea I've been working on. I'm not ready to discuss it yet. Um, but man, I'm really trying to take the podcast culture and move it a little bit forward. 
You know what I mean? And uh, like I'm excited, man. I mean, and I, I'm I love podcasting. Like I in real life, I don't know what I look I would, forward to Friday nights, man. Um, I enjoy it, dog. I enjoy I, shop talk. My first love, you know what I'm saying? Clearly, um, I enjoy recording uh, this week in culture. Yeah. Um, two different shows, you know what I'm saying? Two different energies. That other one is long format. Like we don't do a two hour show. We get texts like why y'all, <laughs> why y'all skimping out? Because people are you. You've trained your audience. Yeah. We still got the cipher series yeah. still coming. Cause we got some ciphers in the can. Uh, I got to do mine soon, um, and you got to do yours, man. Facts. Also, man, uh, I be forgetting like so the live from Detroit music that plays right um, is from an artist, uh, one of my best friends, one of my closest and longest friends, PDPI, PD Pistols at the time, and uh, like I'm gonna let the whole song play one day at the end of the episode, cause like. Why not? You hear the first twenty, like y'all, <laughs> the first fifteen seconds yeah, every like, so week. I'm sure you you can probably memorize it, but like the whole song is dope. That whole project is dope. Somebody said we should shoot a video for it. You know what I'm saying? We should. Was that off of Detroit News? Yeah, yeah. And uh, so you know, me and uh, for those who don't know, you know what I'm saying? I've I've been I ran a music company, uh, Black City Government, for a number of years, and uh, we about to put another project out. Man, I'm about to give Pete. To do one little EP, you know, maybe six to eight songs, man, and um, because he's like one of my favorite rappers of all time in real life. And Pete got it. Um, some people just we got to get him in here for a cipher too. Yeah, he are that's that was the locked first in. Person. That's mm. the first person I I, I I talked to about it and shit. So that's a couple names, man. Well, we got to get Slimmy. Yeah. Um, but hey, listen, man. Uh, I just wanted to share with y'all. It is Urban Podcast Mom. So if you are podcasting out there potting as they like to say urban podcast use the hashtag 2019 upm urban podcast month if you looking for an event or if you're doing an event hashtag that if you for every one of your episodes because people across the country who are listening looking for urban podcast month are gonna hit that hashtag and you put a million hashtags up anyway so add in 2019 upm so wherever you at in the country, you can tap into other urban podcasts, um, events, and things in your area too. So yeah, and just look out for for more news regarding our event in the next coming weeks. We trying to make it, yeah. you know, an experience. Like because last year people came out, spent their money with us. We had the live game, the host. We had a chef there. Yeah, you know, Chef O came out, and we gonna know, have a. It's gonna be a live podcast this this year. Um, it's going to be a media, I mean, not a media, but like a mixer so you can mingle with other podcasts in the area. But it's going to be multiple podcasts and out there doing live shows. And um, this is we we got to push the forward the culture. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, we're just going to push forward the culture. Um, That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. So um, how, how was your week, man? Fucked up. <laughs> I thought I- <laughs> Man, I thought I went to the doctor this week. I think I show I posted in my little IG uh, movie, whatever, because I really thought I was getting this motherfucking boot off this yeah. week. There's a no go on the boot coming off. So, so I'm so I understand, and maybe our listeners understand. It's not that like your your ankle or your foot is like broken or anything like that. It was because you had like a I have a really nasty wound on top of my foot. This is like an open pack of ground beef. Like they 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 not like want to stitch it or 
Uh, just where the location of it is is not conducive to stitch. Oh. So they're trying to let it heal on its own. So essentially, it has to heal from the outs, from the inside out, mm. which is a fucking process because I still got to walk on a bitch every day. I had I do use crutches for the most part, so I can take some weight off of it. But you might have to get one of them, uh, which I don't like. Them scooters, the 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 one you put the one foot on and screw because yeah. you're, not, you're not actually moving it as much. Yeah, that's that might be the the next step where I have to resort to. But I thought it was coming off this week. My doctor was like, "Nah, son, chill out. You and this bitch for probably another month." Mm. Uh, and he's talking about putting like another hard cast on this motherfucker just to give it like that much more stability. Yeah. So I wasn't in a good mood with that. And a nigga got rolled up at work for some dumb shit. What you mean? I violated a policy at work, a pretty big one. Mm. So I got rolled up pretty bad. Damn. That sucks. It does. But, I mean, God is good, man. I could have got fired. Like, I honestly could have got fired for the shit I did. I've been there. I got off some papers a couple months ago (laughs) over some shit that I I don't think I should have been on. Like a bitch ratting me out at work and shit on some on some on some shit that's not really nothing to shit, but I, you know what I'm saying I got over. It, but yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna be on papers for a year. So I mean, you know, but it is what it is. God is good. I still got my job, and I I made off. It was like a, a good six months. Yeah, I fight through this shit. Like I ain't gonna I ain't gonna give it that much that much pressure. Just keep keep the big fella up in your prayers. But yeah. other than that, man. You know what? I want to complain about shit, but I'm still above the ground. Nigga's still waiting on my tax money to drop. What? Yeah. When did you file? Nigga, I filed in March. Did 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 you? Uber? I don't owe nobody nothing. Did you? Did the did they they walk them to the IRS? <laughs> I don't I don't know what the fuck is going on. I call them every day and they just say it's still processing. Oh man, they running your shit, fam. Yeah, so I'm just I'm, I would like my tax money. Uh. Because that would shore up some uh, some loose ends in my life right now. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm praying it this week. I need I need to solicit the prayer warriors because I need I need them couple dollars to drop into a nigga account. Man, you know, funny thing, man, talking about work and shit, dog. So uh, fuck work. I worked the other day, man. This white motherfucker called me a nigger and shit, dog. Like it was like with your fucking nigger ass. <laughs> you know what? I don't even let people like. People call me the N-word at work, like customers. Yeah. Like, that's not my, yeah. like if this was like a person I, I know and see at work, like I'll probably, you know. Well, listen, um, mm. I'm a very patient person. Um, My temper is under control for the most part. You know what I mean? As In my younger days, I was a little, I was a little more volatile, but. I mean, it's pretty hard to 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 get some sort of reaction or emotion out of me. You know what I'm saying? It's specifically at work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know, so I'm talking to somebody. Some, a situation got escalated, so they want to speak to the person in charge. Right. So, you know, I'm trying to assist. And he's upset. He's screaming. He's cussing. His kid's in the back. You're lucky I'm restraining myself because the kid. All right, man. I'm just trying to help you, you on out. the phone, my nigga. <laughs> like, you on the phone. Like I'm just trying to help you out. You know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to help you out. I'm trying to explain because I, me thinking ahead, like fam, I see an actual resolve to your problem. I really do. And if you let me get here, I can do this, and like you can be on your merry just way. Just shut up. Just shut up. But he wasn't liking. He forced me to ask yes or no answers and shit. I'm like, 
The, well, yeah, the answer is yes. And, well, why the fuck does that matter? I'm like, well, because you forced me to ask yes or no. Like, if you would shut the fuck up and listen to me talk. But anyway, he called me a nigger and shit like that, right? Bangs the phone. And I just start laughing and shit. And then my boss's boss, he like looking across the room and she just, because I, I got a standing desk. You know what I'm saying? You can yeah. make that bitch go up or down. And she, she looking, you know, because I'm, I'm laughing out loud. I'm like, all right, dog, I'm just going to laugh this shit off because it's been a really fucked up week as far as interactions with like people, right? customers and shit. So um, I'm talking about the shit. I'm thinking like when you call it into different places and shit, right? You know what I'm saying? Luckily, my energy's at a good level because, fam, I got your ID here. I know where you live at. I got your deposits. Dog, I uh, work with I work with drugs. I can I can see like why the fuck you're taking this drug. Fam. I know your address, your age, like every every piece of pertinent information every, to make life uncomfortable for you. Every piece of financial information that I can possibly get from you is literally right here in front of me. As a matter of fact, I verified it with you before we started. Right. <laughs> like so I know where you live at. I, I see your direct deposit. Like I know where you work at. Like, I know the gas station and the liquor store that you frequent often. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So, like. I can narrow down your movements. No, I can pull directly the fuck up if I, you know, if my, if if that energy yeah, is Yeah, like I feel that. you. But, you know, it's not. Whatever. So, I'm talking about this shit in, the, in my group there. You know what I'm saying? With a couple people. Like, this motherfucker was so angry. And I'm like, damn, you got the kids in the car, blah, blah, blah. So, motherfucker ends up calling back. And get some one of my employees and shit, and they send the call back to me. They didn't. They had no idea of the first conversation and shit. So I get on the phone with him again. I'm helping him out. You know what I'm saying? He don't know that it's me. You know what I'm saying? I'm being nice, <laughs> professional, the whole nine yards. I and love shit, that right? when they don't know when they call back and don't know it's you. And he referenced something like, "Yeah, guy's gonna charge me such and such and such and such." And I was like, "Oh, you're referring to this?" That's what I explained to you a little bit earlier when we were talking. He was like. You're the same guy I was talking to earlier? I said, yeah, absolutely. Let me speak to your manager. He was embarrassed. He didn't know what the fuck to say because he know he called me a fucking nigger when he, when he ended the phone call and shit. So I went over to my boss. I'm like, because at this point I'm angry and shit. Because, <laughs> bitch, you, got, you about to tell on me? <laughs> what the, the fuck? I'm like, hey, come here. Like, told her where I'm like, so long story short, uh, I'm about to get your account shut down. Cause you just can't talk to me that way. You know what I'm saying? You can shut shut the account down for shit like that. Yeah, you don't, we don't, we're not doing business with you no more. Oh, okay. You can't call in here doing racial slurs and shit like that. Um, so our risk team reached out to him that evening. He yelled at her, hung up on her. So the next morning, he calls the risk. He calls in, and one of the people like, "Nah, your account set up for shutdown. You're gonna have to speak with risk and risk only." And he turned his tune and shit. He he talked nice with the wrist lady. So I I don't I didn't know this was going on yet. So she called me like uh uh we have Mr. Such and such on the phone. Um did you talk to yesterday? I was like, Oh yeah. First and last name. I know I know who exactly who he is. <laughs> he said he's on the phone and um he, he wanna, wanna apologize. He wanna apologize to you. That's um, great, motherfucker. This account <laughs> still shut down, you bitch. He like he want to apologize to you. Um, do, do you do you want to take the call? Uh, I was like, yeah, I'll take the call. I'm on the record a line. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm in professional mode or whatever. So I call. I mean, he I take the call and shit. And he he, 
oh, I'm so sorry. You know, I was just under, I was in a bad day. I was under stress. And, um, like, I don't know you, like, you don't know me. And like, if we were to meet, I'm sure we wouldn't have this interaction. And he was just real apologetic and everything. And I'm like, please you, tell me you, you still <laughs> shut this nigga shit down. <laughs> so he all like, uh, you know what I'm saying? I just, if you, if you accept my apology, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. And I was like, well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I definitely appreciate you giving a call and um, apologize. That it means a lot, and um, I definitely appreciate that. And of course, I, I accept your apology. Um, I, I appreciate it. Like, and yeah, 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 and then I'm like, all right, well, you know, have a nice day. <laughs> all right, no, we don't. Have, we don't, we're not friends and shit. And a nigga younger than me and shit too. If you younger than me, you can't talk shit to me. Okay. Uh, this, this is how, that's how it is in life. Young man. <laughs> Young man. <laughs> Young white man. <laughs> uh, so about 10 minutes later, uh, the wrist lady called me back like, well, how did the, the conversation go? I'm like, I mean, he apologized. I accepted his apology. You know, he probably called me a nigger when I, when he hung up the phone, like he basically knew, oh, they not fucking around. They closing my shit. Yeah. So he want to call in, be all nice Safe and face. apologize and shit like that. I'm, I'm, I, I do feel good that he had to grovel. <laughs> to the black man and like he don't know me i'm super black you oh nigga you don't know what you're doing because i'm black y'all <laughs> right and uh um, did you still shut his shit down though um wrist did still shut his shit down. oh and i i because i don't have any control over it you know i can make the recommendation and it was already set up but i don't have the actual final say but i followed the account because i was actually gonna be pissed if y'all left it open because I've seen niggas get their sh- account shut down and just cause you apologized, like, no, nah, that's how you felt. But more importantly, that's so unprofessional to, to call somewhere using racial slurs and shit like that. Like, no, nah, you can't. Thinking it's going to get a rise, thinking it's going to get you what you want. Yeah. So at this location, you know, when we was at Comcast, um, the C word that we not not ever utter. Yeah. When, when we was at Comcast and shit, like, we used to couldn't hang up on people. Like, they don't play that shit here. Like, you can end the phone call and shit. Oh, that's what's up. I yeah. need to come work for y'all. So, um, I followed that shit, man. I wanted to make sure that nigga shit got shut down. I ain't want to be, I ain't want to keep that negative energy with me, but, like, I felt that he, he deserved that shit. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it was. And, uh... That's pretty much how the how the how the week was. Fuck man. that nigga his account though. Fuck that nigga for real. So so what happens? Do they, they just send him a check for whatever his balance is? Yeah, he I mean he ain't had no fucking money in the account. <laughs> so, fuck he Broke was, motherfucker. Why the fuck he was upset? But like you know what I'm saying it, it does it does put a damper on you, like your direct deposits, your ACHs, your automatic bill pay, all yeah. that shit you got in your account. Like then close your account, fam. That shit kind of fucks with your life. It does. So it is what it is. Find a new bank, bitch. With my nigger fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So are you are you a, a throne head? I love Game of Thrones, man. You know I watch it this Sunday, nigga. First of all, about eight o'clock on Sunday, I make sure all the kids' shit is done with. Like they didn't have baths, they didn't have they didn't eat. Yeah, they upstairs and leave daddy the fuck alone. Right, right. Like, cause my oldest, he's sixteen. If you can't sort through what what the fuck is going on, just let them bleed out. like if y'all can't figure the fuck out like don't don't talk to me come nine o'clock because i don't want to dvr that shit i want to watch it live and in peace facts facts it's like that's 100 factual so you know on sundays man uh i make rent on sunday so i'm here from teen i I didn't leave i I wasn't here for 13 hours on sunday okay you know what i'm saying but 
at nine o'clock when the Game of Thrones came on, I had a group in here, you know what I'm saying? So they, they started at nine. So like I just came here, turned the mics on, said, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, look, y'all straight. All that shit hot. <laughs> I'm next door. And this shit hot. I go on the next door and I watch this shit on the iPad and shit. But the episode was so fucking dark. You know what I'm saying? I had the lights out in that bit. <laughs> had the lights out in the room, watch it on the iPad. But listen, man, like the internet was so like Twitter, I fucking love Twitter, right? I can't I can't be on I can't be on Twitter and watch Game of Thrones. Like it's dog, too much going on. No, man. Like when there's an event on television, dog, Twitter I know is live so tweeting is fucking great. I don't I don't I can't. I can't. It was like a fucking a family, dog. Like it was, especially at the end. Like well a lot of shit, everybody cause every, once you see something, everybody goes and tweets the same shit. You have a little mini discussion or whatever. But when are you when it was at the end, I'm talking about nigga. Everybody died. Everybody blew the fuck up, dog. Everybody blew the fuck up. You ain't seen it. Like I don't care. You don't. You can't spoil Game of Thrones. That shit is a weekly show, fam. Like, get your life. Um, and you've had seven years to catch up, fam. Like really ten. I, yeah, I'm not. I, I don't care if I if I spoil it. It's for really you. ten because they took off like two years. Yeah. So fuck you. So you know, um, they shot this episode. For 55 days. Imagine how taxing that shit is. 55 days for one fight scene, which was the hour, what, the show was an hour and 40 minutes. It was, it was a, so worth it, though. Nigga. But I loved the episode. I watched it twice, two and a half times. You know what I'm saying? I, I really did I dig it. I enjoyed it. Uh, but I, I do want to nitpick a little bit. Let's go. Why the Night King go out like a pussy, dog? Why he so puss? <laughs> he ducked a fade, dog. He ducked a fade from Hold trying. Hold on. This whole thing could have been avoided if the Night King had just took a light jog throughout any part of the of the episode. If he'd have just picked up the pace just a little bit, Man. He'd, have, he'd have killed that handicap uh, Stark. <laughs> Listen, I don't understand where, like, man, they built this nigga up for the whole time to be like this. Seven years. You know what I'm saying? But, like, fam, we ain't never seen you fight, though. No. We beat. We see I nigga, mean, we he see killed him. Theon. That nigga, last season, that nigga lined that dragon up and took him out the sky. Nigga can throw a javelin. We, yeah. <laughs> we know he can throw a fucking javelin. But um, Arya came through like Jordan in game six with the switch hands and got the nigga with the gut shot. You know what I'm saying? But, like, that was, like, I was happy. Like, they could have ended the, the, the series, like, right there. But... No, because we got to see Sansa kill kill Arya. I said it first. Sansa, Sansa gonna kill Arya. You mean Cersei? I did not stutter. Sansa Stark is going to kill her sister. I said it first. Why? What? Huh? Like why? Why would you think that? It's just gonna play out that way, dog. Okay, I I don't see that happening. Arya will kill Cersei. Sansa just gave. I mean, Arya just gave Sansa that knife, and Sansa going to put it to use and put it in her sister back. I think Sansa is it's one or two people going to kill Cersei. Either the Sansa or Jamie. It's not going to be Jamie. One of the faceless men is going to kill Jamie. She still got one coin left. Faceless man going to take out Jamie. Why? Because she still has one kill left. She don't want to kill Jamie. No. Anyway, listen. Um... Mm-hmm. Did you see Avengers? 
I'm going to see Avengers tomorrow. I'm taking the kids. Oh, man. But we can talk. Like, I'm not one of them niggas that give a... Like, I, I know what happened. Like, my, my oldest girl already watched it on Fire Stick. She ruined it for the entire house. Like, I already know what happened. Do you know how difficult it was to not see a fucking spoiler, dog? I literally had no time to see this fucking movie, dog. Because, like, every night I would be leaving out here either 11 o'clock or some shit. 10 30 11 o'clock if i would can't do a, a three-hour movie at 11 o'clock in my especially with my fucking alarm clock going for 5 30 yeah you, can't you know do what i'm it. saying so i think it was like tuesday evening and shit i snuck out after work i didn't have no sessions and shit and i snuck in and uh that shit was great dog that's what i keep hearing and i don't doubt it yeah even if you're not a even if you're not a marvel fan you would have enjoyed this movie you would have definitely enjoyed this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little tension in the room. Put a little tension. <laughs> you would have enjoyed it. It was really dope. And uh, I went to the bathroom before the movie started, right? Because I be like a smart man. Yeah, because I, I didn't. I didn't get no popcorn. I, I drink no my water all slushy. Day. This is like a first. You know what I'm saying? Just getting there, sat in my little seat with some strangers and shit, and and watched the fucking movie. But about like hour two. Nigga, my bladder was like, <laughs> this was like boom, 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 boom. I saw, I saw beating like bombs over Baghdad. Now I'm thinking like, all right, nigga, we can wrap this shit the fuck up. Like somebody, somebody died, so I can wrap this shit the fuck up. Man, it was a dope movie though. Like I understand, like it was really. So even, let me, go ahead, go ahead. Like even if you didn't see all the other ones, like you don't need to see it to for it to make sense. It was pretty emotional. Okay, did you cry? I didn't, but I can see why people was crying. Okay. I mean, I already know who You know did. when you feel that little, I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you get your shit together real quick. Like, all right. You know what I don't like about the movie theater experience now? Maybe this is just me being a grumpy old man. I don't like where I have to have a signed seat and, yeah. and order my tickets beforehand. I like the old-fashioned way where you get, get there first. and you fight it out. Man, I seen, I went and seen us and I had to sit in the front row, dog. Like feel the, all ostracized. The very front row, nigga. That's what you get for waiting to get your tickets to the last minute. Listen, man, my time, my schedule was, you know. I feel you. It is what it is. But I don't like that shit. I like the old-fashioned way where I buy my ticket, I run to the theater, and I box you hoes out for it's the only good so, seat. It's only so far I can buy the ticket in advance because I need if I'm going with somebody, I need to make sure they're available. I need to make I'm available because I can go buy a ticket, but then, like, well, if you both can't see it, like. Not and not and wasted a ticket. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Or what I, you know what else? I don't like that little couch seat on the end. So I bought a ticket one time, but I didn't know I had to share that bitch with another motherfucker. Whoa, whoa! I don't share. No, but it was like they sold it for two people. I, I don't know what you're talking about. What couch? <laughs> it's like a little love seat. Where is this place located at? <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Star John R. It is like a little love seat. I'm being dead serious. And they sell it for two motherfuckers. This the other motherfucker had like a blanket with him and was sitting. Oh, y'all was on a date. No, <laughs> oh, they was on a date. No, you <laughs> was on a date, nigga. You, was, <laughs> nigga, he actually want to get on the blanket. You want to get on the blanket and shit. I mean, it is a little chilly. Launch <laughs> <laughs> your hands. Don't get to, you know, don't get to moving and touching the merchandise. Man, listen, dog. <laughs> we be all right. Game of Thrones and Avengers, dog. That was five. It's damn, an emotional weekend. That was damn near five hours of content. Great fucking content, dog. Like, 
I know the whole world is like crazy over Game of Thrones, but when a nigga put in fifty five days for one fucking episode, like nigga, you gotta appreciate that. Get a shit. nigga the title of the goat. Nigga. It it was so much shit going on in that episode. My nigga, all the Dothraki soldiers are gone. The niggas is gone. Like wiped out. That that hurt my feelings a little bit. Like, cause who who they gonna take over? It's like two of them niggas left. Who they gonna take over to fight Cersei? The rest of the unsullied? Nigga, it's like 15 niggas left, dog. I don't know. It's a lot of it was a lot of deaths. I don't know. And then one of the dragons die. Or am I just tripping? He tripping. Okay. Well, they took no, they did. Well, he the like one fell out the sky. Yeah, but he's he's back. Okay. Yeah. All right. Did man. the dog die? He disappeared. No my knows. He gonna come back and save somebody at the end of some shit. Ghosts. Yeah. All right, man. So let's let's get into some of these topics and shit, dog. All right. Now, um, let me go to this shit. Um, somebody sent me some from DetroitRap.com. Do you see what DetroitRap.com posted earlier today? Yeah. It say, is Detroit rappers' sole mission in life to make poor people feel more poor? They be like, $20 in your pocket. <laughs> you can't feel yourself. Old ass car, that little ass apartment, you should kill yourself. And then <laughs> Boss your whole fucking life up. Songs be having you in the whip mad as hell. Broke ass nigga driving your bitch whip while you eating noodles. I'm eating roof crisp. Like the whole Detroit rap is like, nigga, you poor. It's about stunting. It's a it is it's literally about stunting and bad bitches. Facts. Bad bitches and stunting. Who you think they be stunting for? Each other. Uh, I bring this up because, um, man, I seen some shit in here today, dog. About 20 minutes before you got in here, dog. And I don't understand this shit for the fucking life of me, dog. So another podcast was in here. And um, a young lady and her guest was uh, two guys or whatever. And I don't know why or how it switched in the podcast, but, like, they took their phones out. They was rapping and shit. It was just a, it was just a, it's a weird time. <laughs> okay, it's a weird time. But someone was they, they freestyling or something? Yeah, or? you know they 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 he, they introduce a little rap in they in they podcast, whatever. And um, sounds interesting. You know, niggas be rapping like nigga, I'm X amount of dollars and blah blah blah. And then nigga took his phone out and like called the bank and like put his balance like on speakerphone and shit. Like this was in my checking and shit. Weird flex, but okay. Was there a lot of money there? Uh, $13 away from 10000 Okay. So, um. That's, that's, that's different. That's, that's, that's a different flex. I ain't really understanding this shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, but they all know each other. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody in there know each other. Now, I was recording video recording them too. So, all right, cool. So the other guy who also friends. So he like, well, wait. So he starts like calling different numbers and shit and like he displays like his bank account or a bank account. You know what I'm saying? Um and I'm thinking like, dog, this is weird. You know what I'm saying? And they they end up having somebody else come up here and shit. Um one of the one of the other homies or some shit. Call up your financial institution. Let's see how much you got. And it was just weird. I'm thinking like, so what's the flex for? You know what I'm saying? Like, are y'all? Is it for me? Because one, I don't. You're know a broke you. ass nigga recording podcasts. One, I don't know you niggas. And two, <laughs> I, I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? And y'all know y'all y'all are friends. And y'all know the host. Like I, 
So I'm like, oh, cool. It's for the, it's, it gotta be for the camera shit. So. <sighs> what like, you eating tonight, Jay? It ain't roof, Chris. So, so one of the other homies and shit was in here, right? So after they wrapped up the podcast and some shit. So first off, anytime a nigga come in here, I size him up. I look, you can look at the fucking clothes, see if they got a pistol or not, see where the shit, where, the, where everything at. So I seen the nigga, he got a pistol Treat on Treat him like the equalizer. You know what I'm saying? I see he got a pistol on this hip. Because I, I just know how to print and print, pause. Look, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, we both carry, so I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. But so somehow in conversation with Tim, like he takes his gun out. And somebody said something about a 40, like, oh, like this 40 or some shit like that. And I'm just thinking like, like who are, like I'm looking around like who is niggas flexing for? Cause I, I I literally don't understand. Like, why why would you take a gun out? Now, what if I was offended? You know what I'm saying? Or like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's still a place of business. This is still a fucking place of business. But in it, Oak Park, business or not, we could be anywhere. Like, you just don't brandish a firearm. Yeah. Like, granted, you're not pointing at nobody. But like, what's the point of you showing that? Hey, I because it's it looked like hey, I have a gun. Like I don't like I I literally don't fucking get it, dog. Like so, like what's the flex for? Because what I see, and I saying about these particular gentlemen and shit, but like I just see a whole bunch of niggas showing off other niggas, and that shit like really gay to me. Like I I got a friend, associate that I kind of stopped fucking with one time because like we was out, and some niggas come in the door and shit, and I see the nigga adjust his clothes so he can show his watch. I'm like, you flexing for niggas? Like, the these quote-unquote quote unquote cool niggas walk in, and you adjust your jacket so they can see your Rolex. That shit gay to me, though. It is. It's hella feminine. Like, that shit gay to me. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't I don't be with... Niggas want to be bad bitches. They, they go out their way to be bad bitches. I would, I would, like, me part... I would rather hang around with women. I mean, because they are softer. I have a lot of female friends. I would rather hang out with women than just niggas all the time. So what happened at the end of the day, account balance flexing? Like, they go back to their regularly scheduled podcast? Well, the podcast host was horning them and shit. It was like, well, which one of you niggas paying for the session? Who got $45? <laughs> <laughs> and nobody said that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so them pieces really ain't hitting. <laughs> It was just it was just strange to me. And like it was interesting because I was thinking about that rap shit. Like, why do everybody um why does everybody all Detroit rappers why do all Detroit rappers like try to make people feel poor? So they can just stump for each other. That's that's it. <laughs> that's it. There's there's absolutely no other reason than that. They want to make each other feel better about themselves. Why don't you just jump on the mic instead of doing all that monkey shit in the background? <laughs> we do got it. Come on, man. Tell you. Come on. Come on. Okay, guys. It's me. <laughs> Hold on. Let me Sit get your there. mic together. Come on. Don't you asked me to be on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you like read my text. And, and it's like, nigga, just speak up. I wasn't trying to record, okay? Okay, but you're here now. Like and, and stop, stop adjusting the mic. We put it the right way the first time. Right there. Say something. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she nervous. <laughs> I know how to put her on the spot and shit. 
Um, we said, did I, nerves. did I, did I put them out? Did I kick them out? Yeah, uh, this a place of business. So, uh, well, they were already on the way out. No, I didn't put them out. Um, because I don't want to get into a gunfight at work. Uh, so, you know, you read the room, you read the energies and shit. So exit. So, so when you walked in, I was on the phone with the host cause we did have to have a conversation, you know yeah. what I'm saying? About whatever. Etiquette. Yeah. So I addressed it with the person. Who actually booked the time? Those are her guests. You know what I'm saying? So I addressed it with the person who booked the time or whatever. So, uh, but it was interesting. It was just weird. Because I'm thinking like, I act like, one, I don't like strangers and shit coming up here. Like, but we work in a strange, yeah. we work in that business. But like, I read niggas energy quick as hell. You know what I'm saying? Some shit be off. I'm like, what was that? Like, why did, how did niggas just start taking out that bank? Like, for who? Feel broke ass. I'm a man, so I hope it wasn't like flex. I mean, but it was the camera was on, so I don't know, man. Shit was weird though. Look at you and your Nike jogging suit. But you ain't even eating Benny Hanna tonight, nigga. But the one thing about doing this podcast shit is everybody coming here and everybody drink liquor. You know what I'm saying? Like that adds a different layer of everything. Curse like, juice. Everybody drinks. You know what I'm saying? Like me personally, we could we we drink sometimes, whatever, but like that's not like a thing. Yeah. And I don't think that we don't need it to be funny. It's not if a you, lubricant in order have for us to carry the show. Some podcasts have never recorded without drinking. I'm like, well, you're not. You're probably not that interesting. Because, like, if you have to have some liquor in order to talk, I'm like, come on, man. You're old sober-ass nigga. You sound like a hater. <laughs> <laughs> Says the lightest drinker in Sober-ass hater. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> That shit was weird. So I don't get it, man. But like for Detroit rappers to rap about so much money and so many and but we the like a poor a very poor city. So let's let's even put it in a different context. Let's say these niggas then counted up forty G's in the room amongst them. I'll be perfectly honest, dog. I don't know how this shit happened. I'm gonna tell you the I'm gonna tell you the honest to God truth. I have no idea how this shit happened. Did they look at you and say, let me But the nigga called the bank account number? And the shit said he had $56 million in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you, re- I'll, I will run the tape back and the audio back. The we'll have said, to watch this later and laugh. I don't know it. what the fuck, I don't know what kind of fuckery or trickery is going on, but the shit said $56 million. I was like, yeah. And everybody just bust out laughing. You know what I'm saying? But like, I, I don't know what the fuck is going on. Hey man, what y'all what y'all niggas about to buy? Like what y'all about to own? <laughs> I'm like, nigga, give me some money around this motherfucker. <laughs> Let me swipe one of them bitches, pay off rent for the rest of the year. Shit. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know if Nick caught a fake number or a, a, a YouTube with some audio or some shit, but the shit said 56 minutes. So look, nigga, you won. <laughs> and, I am, look, I am impressed. Shit. <laughs> and man, God bless you front ass niggas. I hope nobody kill you this summer. No, man. That's crazy. No, don't do. No. Nah, I say that. what I want. It's my show. Well, nigga, I don't need Poor that. ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Poor ass niggas. I don't need that type of energy. I don't wish, I don't wish that on nobody, man. I wish it on them neither, but I mean, that's. All that, what is all that stunt gonna lead to? Envy amongst other men. So, I mean, just watch it back and be careful. Keep your head on swivel. It is dangerous, though. You know what I'm saying? If that, that footage is going on YouTube and people gonna watch this podcast, right? Like, not this one, but that one. That are probably poor. Like, I don't know. I don't want that target. Keep your eyes open in your wallet in your front pocket. Man, speaking of wallets and front pockets, man. I love this transition. <laughs> you know who need to keep their finances and their wallet close in their front pocket? Steve 
Steve Harvey. Man, dog. This nigga can't catch a break, dog. Uh, he a career simp. Um, Steve Harvey is uh allegedly, well not allegedly, um sells his Texas homes ahead of his divorce battle with his third wife, um Sarah Marjorie. Marjorie. Like, damn, fam. So you I don't know if you know a little backstory on her, but supposedly she was like a a dope man's wife mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah. And allegedly she used to kick it with Steve's bodyguard before she graduated up to Steve. So she can essentially see and smell a dollar sign a mile away. Which one of his wives was friends with one of his other wives? Was it her? I believe. I've heard a story. Yeah. Yes, Jesus sir. Christ, man. And then, you know. It's a little cat get around. Her 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 very famous daughter now. Oh, Lori Harvey. She's a she's a beautiful little like, little like, piece of bang tail. Like mom, like how old is she? <laughs> she got to be early twenties. I think she's like twenty two. She a baby. Yeah, she about twenty. She a baby, she but that snapper full grown. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, like mom, like daughter, or you know what I'm saying? Maybe so. Her mom was like, "Teach me the game, ghost." Teach <laughs> like me the for, motherfucking game for real, Marjorie. Like, her mom was probably sprinkling that shit in her ear. She young, she pretty, she got a bunch of rap niggas and NBA niggas sniffing after. Cool Get what you can. Ish. They be mad when she be pictured out. She be ducking. <laughs> what is it? Think, act like a man. Think, think like a lady. Act like a nigga. Whatever it is. So, what you think? What's up with Steve, dog? Steve is simp. He leading with that wallet. He 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 ain't got it because of the game. He got it because he bought it. Steve leading leading off with the wallet. You can't tell me that ain't a tricking ass nigga. Steve ain't paying for trips and bags and cars. You can't sit here and tell me that nigga ain't doing it. Now, and I'm not knocking tricking because this is one. It's the second oldest profession in the book. But I mean that nigga Steve is paying for that shit. I agree, man. Your third wife, fam. Like the comment upgrade. Them, was all of them upgrades? Marjorie I mean, Marjorie is, is, a, is a sufficient upgrade. Yeah, because I mean, like Mar- she bad. The kids is that Marjorie's daughter with Steve? No. no. Oh, because I seen Steve. I don't yeah. think Steve and Marjorie have any kids. No, yet. no. She bought she bought that luggage with her. Yeah. I seen Steve other daughters. Yeah, they right. not they, they not cold. They not like exactly. Marjorie. <laughs> no, they not cold. <laughs> Steve upgraded. Yeah. yeah, she she bought that little. That's why she they, bought that one with her. Oh, that's the dope boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Hey man, I don't know what to tell Steve. He might have to write another book. Like nigga, I fucked up. I gave the I gave y'all the wrong game. How about you start writing books, take your L's in private, and keep it pushing? Like I'm not going. Like divorce is tough. Like I done been through it, and I don't have shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't got a bunch of houses. A bunch of cars and a bunch of money to recover from, but emotionally, my divorce was fucking difficult, and I had moved on with my life. Like, nigga, I I had somebody else. Like, I was living a whole nother life, and my divorce was still like very difficult and emotional for me. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine going through that shit two more three fucking, times. Yeah, so I mean, I think, and you know, because he's in the public, you know, his show got canceled on Fox. You know what I'm saying? And then this whole little divorce shit, like, I don't think she gonna be taking it easy on the on the dollars. <laughs> I, no, she not. 
Wait, I missed it. Steve and Margie in a divorce? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he the, just posted something with them two the other day. I just read this article and shit. Maybe he trying to make it nice. Maybe. Smooth it on over. Take her on vacation before she hit the courts. I see his blood in the water. Well, look, hopefully it's fake news, but I read this article and uh, it's a Steve Harvey sells Texas homes ahead of divorce battle with third wife Marjorie. So hopefully they can uh, fix that shit up. I don't know. But like, damn, dog, you know, I feel bad for like I got a family member who who've been married three times and shit. And it seemed like he catch a raw deal. But he's like the last time, like it's going to be like the last time. And it didn't work out, man. It didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? He, like, he, he's a good guy. You know what I'm saying? But, like, all right, insert family member name here. It's only it's a common denominator in all these failed relationships. I mean, sometimes it just don't it just don't work. I am a proponent of the Lord. Sometimes takes things away from you that ain't no good for you. Yeah. So maybe the deal with Fox wasn't no good for him. Maybe this marriage ain't no good for him, and he need to regroup resettle and find you know that that next step of what is gonna be good for him you know what man i was um watching steve harvey this uh, on dl hugley news show or whatever and um he was talking about some stuff i think i might owe steve harvey apology on something like i said you was wrong about the anthology nigga it's been one thing (laughs) 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 but um that little he 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 went in some background information about that meeting with Trump, you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't actually supposed to be a meeting with Trump, and that shit wasn't supposed to play out that way. And we was like, well, why are you meeting with him? Yeah. And he explained like some of the things that actually came out of that meeting, and like that actually happened in the city of Detroit of all places and shit too. That like, I just had no clue of. Um, I'm gonna have to revisit that uh, that episode so I can talk more about it in detail, but. uh it may not have been all bad from him that meeting with Trump. Okay, well, uh, I well, gotta hear the meeting, side of it. Not, and it's not even a meeting with Trump because the meeting wasn't with Trump. And he was like, "Look, we won't do no photo ops or none of that shit." But as soon as he got on the elevator, Trump walked in. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get off on your floor. And look, and then when the elevator opened, he went directly to the cameras and was like, "Hey, my good friend Steve," <laughs> and he was thinking like, "Oh shit!" Like I'm like, "No, I kind of feel bad because." I definitely get a nigga who man, I like I lit into him. You know, Do you just saying? stay on the elevator and just like, wait for the door to close. I might have to take the L. Like I know this is gonna look awkward because he like the the leader of the free world and all that shit. But like, uh, my, I gotta go back to my people and shit. Like at the end of the day, I'm a nigga from Chicago, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I know about that one. When you speaking about shit from Detroit, it just jogged my memory real quick. Do you know that the creator of Thanos is from Detroit? The like the comic book version? Yes. No, I did not. He's know a that. Detroiter. Is he old Detroit or new Detroit? I mean, he's he's old. So the black Detroit, do you think because the black Detroit ain't actually the first Detroit? Okay. It's the only Detroit I acknowledge. Yeah, but like when it was two million people, like Detroit was white it was as white. shit. Yeah. It didn't do the white flight, and now they coming back. So we be talk we be referring to like this new Detroit with the white. I'm woman. referring to my black Detroit. <laughs> I know what make I'm downtown dangerous again. Trademark. No, I don't want it to be dangerous. Actually, I do. Why? I don't. I don't like. The, give me. A, give me. A, give me a logical explanation why you want downtown to be dangerous. So I can park in safety again. 
Damn, that makes not one damn bit of sense at all, dog. So when I go see something down at the fucking Fox, I can park and I don't have to worry about white people jogging past me. The end. I wish you could see the face of <laughs> I guess cuz like I'm the face of disdain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> disdain for real. Um so Divorce, all this shit, right? So I don't know if you've been seeing. Um, somehow I get myself into this shit on Twitter all the time. Okay. Um, like a, a, a major tweet to come through, and I'll just make a comment. You know what I'm saying? Your mentions be on fire for five fucking days, nigga. For three days, like they won't, they won't leave me alone. I had to mute the shit because I'm, I'm, I'm tired of my phone going off at work. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, Grey's Anatomy, nigga. What's his name? I don't know. I don't watch the show. Um, Jesse. Yeah. Speaking to the mic, Jesse. Jesse Williams. Yeah. So you know him and his uh his ex wife. Essentially, she want like uh two hundred thousand dollars a month and two hundred k a month. Two hundred uh, two hundred thousand a month, and he want him to pay three hundred and eighty three thousand dollars in lawyer fees, and he was like, "No, it's not a free ride." So they doing some some legal battle, you know what I'm saying, or some shit like that. Um. So I I forget how the comment went, but people be in the comment arguing back and forth. I'm like, that's a lot of fucking money. Two hundred thousand dollars a month. That's like that's two point one million dollars a year. That's a like, lot of fucking. Like how money. like how I don't know how long that's supposed to go. But they was like, well, he got it. Fucking <laughs> fuck. <if I, laughs> and they I'm said, trying to keep it. They was like, he make five hundred thousand a month. I was like, what is y'all base that off of? Like, well, he makes five hundred and twenty or five hundred and eleven thousand dollars uh per episode of Grey's Anatomy or some shit. Bitch, this shit ain't lasting forever. That's what I'd be kind of wondering about, like with movie stars or whatever, and, and stars like so like, I'm on a good run. Well, this are it's contract work. Yeah. Like so This shit gonna run out. But say if I get if I make five hundred and eleven thousand dollars. And then I got to give you 200000 of it. Like, if we was together, I would not be spending 45% of my income every month. Fuck no. Like, that's a bit much. Like, and why would I have to pay $383,000 for your lawyer freeze if I'm giving you $200,000 a month anyway? I'm sure you can make arrangements. And it's like, he has the children. So this is just spousal support. What? I'm like, <laughs> like, I think he won the children in... I could be wrong. How long have they been married? They were so. This is the woman that that held him down when, when, when he I'm, was still broken. I'm not saying she shit. shouldn't get something. Facts. You should definitely get something. I guess they was they was married maybe 14 years or some shit. Or I'm sure she could live very nicely and off the, of 75. And K the, the 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 information was like she had like a she had a high paying job or she like I was I was a career woman but I stopped. To take care of the children, um, so she was, has the capacity to go back to work. <laughs> well, it depends. How long has she been out of work? Because if you've been out of work, I'm sure I can. I'm sure I can make a few calls and get you back on your feet, sweetheart. <laughs> so listen, this is the thing. I, like, so two point one million dollars. Like, so how long is this going to be? Like, because like if I if I make half a million dollars, like every fucking episode, and it's twenty four episodes of Grey's Anatomy. But I don't. You're not actually in every episode, so 
Typically with spousal support, there is a there is a limit to it. Grey's Anatomy, like y'all got like one more season left, fam. Because first of all, they've been on forever. It's like eighteen years or something. Like, fam, this is coming to an end. Usually with spousal support, there's like some end in sight. Like eighteen, you know that that's usually specified by the judge. Because if it's only gonna be like say, all right, bet at the end of the day, say this for two years. I mean, four point two million is reasonable. Then you just bite the bullet. I mean, depending on what my net worth is, it's been my wife for X amount of years. But, like, I just don't want this shit to go on, like, in perpetuity, like, child, like yeah. forever. Like, how long does it stop? Because I know my homeboy paid, paid child support, I mean, paid spousal support for, like, five years. I was just going to say that. It's typically, like, it five a, years. Yeah, it was a long-ass time. Now, listen. Before his spousal support ended. I get if fl- she's still single. I right. get flack well, for she, this. She stay, She definitely stays single. I get flack for this. But this is how I feel 80% of the time. Uh, nothing. No absolutes. Is this where we put the cocaine in her trunk and call the police? No. That's for, the, <laughs> that's, that's for kids. If you need, the, if you <laughs> oh, need custody okay. of the children. Okay. But, like, I think not super rich multimillionaires aside, right? Like, I don't think spousal support should be more than the average median household income in whatever state or county you live in. You said this before. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, so if the median income in the state of Michigan is, say, $70,000, well, how come I can't give you $70,000 in spousal support? Because you clearly can live off of that because the entire fucking state lives off of that. Or whatever. Yeah. Say if you live in a very rich county, fuck it, Oakland County or insert Rochester or whatever, Maybe theirs is higher, you know what I'm saying? But like, if it's literally about like me not like putting you out, cause that's, you can't like, you can't do that, right? Whatever. But I don't necessarily, like, I don't know. Give me an argument where if I'm just want to spouse support, like, why should it be more than the average median income? Cause it's just like child support. They used, they accustomed to a certain level of, of certain lifestyle so that you're responsible of maintaining that lifestyle because. Mm-hmm. And then it depends on who's who filed, because if say if you file like the the husband, the the breadwinner, you're responsible for certain things under the law. You are responsible for legal fees. I remember me and my ex-wife went through that because I didn't want to file because I didn't want to pay for it. Where else does this happen at? Because like at 18 or 22 or whatever, whenever time you leave the house. You accustomed to a certain lifestyle because you was living with your parents your whole fucking life. Right. Do you do they have to pay you extra amount of money to wean you off of life? Like, mom, dad, I'm accustomed to this. I'm accustomed to your cars. I'm accustomed to my allowance and everything. Like, I'm accustomed to certain shit in my relationship, but on Tuesdays and Thursdays, you do that thing I like. <laughs> but we not together. So, like, do, can I get my Tuesday and Thursday back because I'm accustomed to it? He can probably still hit that, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. I Let don't, me tell you something. If I pay if I pay $2.1 million a nigga, year. this 200K come with. <laughs> hey, bitch, it's Tuesday. Hey, it's Tuesday. With, 200K come with head on demand. Yeah. It, nigga. It's Tuesday and I need you to do that thing that I taught you how to do. <laughs> But, like, where else does that happen at, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, there's a perk for being in a relationship with somebody. Like, there are certain things that happen while you're in a relationship. Like, no, that's a perk for being you, with You me. still don't get gifts after we we fuck. You choose to leave me and then say, I want to still 
I used to be with him, so I still want some of the shit that what he used to give me. Like, it don't. No, typically with spousal support, there's an end date. So let's say, I mean, let's just put it an average of five years. Man, that's, that's a, a lot of money. Time. And that's a lot of fucking dough. That's a long time. I think you need to put the cocaine in the back seat and call the police. So, Joy, she don't need to be on the streets. Joey, <laughs> what do you think? How many years do you think spousal support should live? Last. Give me my five years. Oh my god! I'll take. <laughs> d- What's reasonable? I do three to five. Three to three five. Three to five. You wasn't with me shooting in the gym. You gonna get I ran off the road in the gym. All you was doing I was picking the rim and the ball. All you was doing was picking them dusty ass kids up from daycare. What? You ain't deserve no fucking money for that. I was picking up them dusty kids. Them your kids, you the mama. You got to take care of them. That's your. That's the other half of responsibility. Right? And the husband. That's my other responsibility. That's a lot of work. And then you want me to come home, make sure y'all eat, the house is clean. Now, you know we rich. You ain't cooking shit. You ain't cleaning the house. And I got to look a certain way. I got to deal with kids all day. And you then you want me to so get dead on Tuesday. That's a lot of work. So fine. Put, you some, gonna, you put look, some makeup on a half hour before I make it home. Listen, you look good because of the clothes that I bought you. I look good because I naturally look good, but I've been in the house all day with these damn kids. The kids at school. Not when they come <laughs> home. Who doing homework while you shooting in the, the gym? Ne- the the tutor. Who telling the tutor that they need to be doing the homework? Who running the house? I'm I the, my, I the manager of the house. My my, my I, financial I, advisor. I sent her an email from Sack <laughs> telling her make make sure Junior do that algebra. Like, look, I get it, the whole family shit and taking care of the kids, but like when y'all reach a certain level, you not even the one that's doing that shit. I'm looking after the manager, you, the nanny. Who is overseeing all of this? It's me. You ain't doing it. Why not? You shooting in the gym. So because I'm on set a couple months out of the year, and and because of that, you've re, you've already reaped a pretty generous salary. You probably live in a nice square footage home. I live in Los Angeles. Got new closet full of new clothes. Shit you can barely pronounce. When I met you, you couldn't say half the shit that you wear. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, you eating out every hey, your broke ass at Benny Hanna and Ruth Chris every night. A T.I. first album and shit. I can't be your man. You like nigga when I met you, you was barefoot sitting on the uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> like nigga pay cable bill. It's thirty damn dollars. The cable bill ain't but thirty damn dollars. That's what I used to like T.I. Uh, I done gave you all this shit. I don't know, man. So listen. So listen. One of my aunts. Every time you turn your wrist, you can hear that shit jiggling. So listen, dog. That's money. A whole ass nigga, man. (laughs) One of my aunts, she don't pick the best man. Like, she she don't pick the best man. She picked the best man for other reasons. Nope. <laughs> like sometimes they they addicted to drugs. You know what I'm saying? They like they she just don't pick the best men. Right. And she married this one whole ass nigga and shit. And when they got divorced because he didn't make any money on paper and shit, like she had to pay spousal support. And that shit was like we felt a way about this shit. Like this whole ass nigga get money from you. Like that shit was just like that shit was wild, dog. So, so it the does, game go both ways. It does go both ways, but we looked at him a little different. Like nigga, we better not see you around this motherfucker. And shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like you were doing all this extra shit, and now she gotta pay you money. 
that shit weak, dog. And I forget. And it was like but I, mean, more nigga, than, I but, think it was like two years or some shit. But I mean, and nigga, like, and she like we was the same niggas hollering about Kendu getting that money when he left Mary though. But Mary is multi-millionaire, and this motherfucker worked for the city, or this motherfucker teacher. Like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a teacher salary, and I gotta pay you spousal support. That's a dirty game, here, man. That's a dirty game. It worked both ways, though. But so if we've been together 14 years, and I want spousal support three to five years because you cheated, it's still my fault. Yeah. I mean, because so I'm supposed to still stay. You didn't cheat. Because if you was you dropping cheated, it down nasty on, if you was dropping it down nasty on Tuesdays, I'm just saying. I'm just oh. speculating. If you was dropping it down nasty like you supposed to on Tuesdays, I wanted to slept with your cousin. But what if I was doing that? And you said you wanted something else. Then impo- what? First of all, it's impossible because I'm a black man, so I can't even. Oh, cheat. you a part it's of the black men that don't black cheat. Black don't cheat. It's, it's not even. Jesse impossible. Williams is half white, so, so if he I mean, cheated, it's because of the white side. Any Canadian too? Is he? Yeah. Well, I know he evil Canadians. He got a white mama, so he white white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you gotta yeah. have a black daddy for we to claim you. Yeah, Drake black. get the pass because Drake dad black. You know what I'm saying? And, and of course Drake doesn't cheat because faithful faithful black. That doesn't man. make sense. Drake get a pass because Drake daddy black. Isn't Jesse daddy black too? Uh, so why he don't get a baby? Damn, it don't make sense. <laughs> uh, we got that on record. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> Damn, it don't make sense. Hey man, black men don't cheat. That's all I need to know. Well, I I take that back then. I guess if nope. you if you come like if I, which would never fucking happen, have a uh so if a man have a, a, a child by a white woman, that make the child black. What? No. I forgot because it was a I forgot how they did it, but like if a white man have a, a child with a black woman, it make the child white. No. Now, I don't know how you figuring that mm-hmm. one out, good brother. Hmm. But I mean, I, I it was one of them. Like I, I remember hearing, it's like one of them things back in the day. Like, no, nigga, that's a that's a white, it's a nigger baby. It's <laughs> <laughs> not my words. Not my words. I mean, that is a theme word for this evening. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> you got to ring the bell every time you use the hard er on that bitch. Oh man, so listen, I don't be checking my emails and shit at work like often and shit. So like, um. Who does so the CEO of the of the of the of the job? Then it's somebody right underneath them. COO, yeah, mm-hmm. right there. So she emailed me the, that that day with a, the email of the call and shit. And was like, I'm just so sorry that you had to go through this and hear this on the phone call, or whatever. And this was like on Monday, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I ain't read the email till like Wednesday <laughs> and shit. So I never responded because I'm not responding late. So um, sometimes it does doesn't need a response. Catch Th- you in the hallway. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to have a conversation with you about that anyway. No. The COO sometimes emails me when I don't pay my corporate card. You got to pay it? I do use it for personal shit. <laughs> so what they go, they go they through gross. there was like uh, uh, XNXX.com monthly subscription. Mm-hmm. That's that's not a that's not a company. So after 30 days <laughs> and I ain't submitted no receipt, gotcha. it's my purchase. And I be charging personal shit. I don't give no fuck. You should probably give some fucks. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely for the next year. You should give right. a fuck. <laughs> for the next 12 months, nigga. Give don't give no, no fuck. fuck. I'm going to charge a TV on that bitch next week. No, nigga. No, dog. We need a 60-inch in the studio. I got us. Almost. Almost, (laughs) literally, almost this week. 
Um, I think that's everything on my list, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I do got uh, one other thing, man. What's up, man? Like, Facebook didn't ban my homie. The Honorable. The Lewis, Honorable. Louis Farrakhan. Facebook they some hoes. He, and he banned from IG. He said he's too dangerous. IG? I know about IG. No, his, fa- his IG page is shut you the know, fuck Facebook down. Facebook IG what? is the same. Yeah. said he's dangerous. So I made a post. Is he more dangerous than Donald Jerome Trump? I'm waiting for them to ban the president in, in real life. Um, but let me just go back to what I posted earlier today, man. I mean, yesterday, before I deleted the Facebook app. So I got to go online. Um, IG soon come, man. You're going to have to do the shop talk shit. Cause I'm my personal shit about to disappear in a few. Um, so Facebook bans Farrakhan because they say he's dangerous. Meanwhile, Mark Zuckerberg has been selling all of your information to the highest bidder. Not just the information that you put on Facebook, but stuff that's actually in your phone, as well as sharing your location data while you're actually not inside of the app. Uh, so much, in fact, he was just charged. Well, he just got fined five billion dollars uh, last week. Seems pretty dangerous to me. I think he need to ban his goddamn self. Uh, but Facebook, I don't think is going to be around that much longer. I know that shit sounds wild, but like things move in cycles. They move in waves and people don't fuck with it like they used to. Facebook, as we know it, is not going to be around much longer um it's way too much if like he got now you got to go over in congress whatever the canadian congress is called so many countries and stuff have issues with with mark zuckerberg because they've been selling our information the cambridge data analytical scandal that happened like it's so much information that they just selling for they just selling everything for you and like maybe your account wasn't breached right but if my account was hacked and you a friend on my account i got access to your information yeah like, that shit crazy. Like, nigga, I didn't even do anything wrong. And not only is it sharing your data, but looking in your phone and your pictures, like all the information that you possibly got in your phone leaked through Facebook. And we knew about the shit and we never did nothing about it. So Facebook just looking at my dick. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> that bitch all through this phone. <laughs> all right, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got a music pick in this week, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you got a music pick, dog. Yeah, man. Bring got... Farrakhan back. I stand with Farrakhan. I like Farrakhan. They've been trying to say he's I dang- love Farrakhan. They've been trying to say he's dangerous forever. And most of the time where I grew up, uh, I just I just had an individual like, I don't like Farrakhan. Something wrong, something not good about him until 2008. Um, I went down to... Savers Day when it was uh at Ford Field and I just I like let me go check this shit out myself and um I had a a different view well I was interested so then I spent some time on YouTube and I think I've possibly watched like every every fair kind of video and interview that's been out there and like all the things that he's been accused of saying that was anti-Semitic or you said this or whatever like I watched him on Donahue a few times like they'll put the thing up there. And then he'll explain it like, well, that's actually not what I said. Here's the actual audio. And like, what do you have to say? Like every time they ever said something like, well, no, really, this is what I said. Or this, how could you possibly take that from this? Whatever. And like, I'm like, I don't get it. Well, I get it. 
But if we playing fair, we being if we being equal, like I just don't understand. Um, I get it, man. That some people don't like the devil talk. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's a. Uh, I don't know. It's a certain level of understanding, or you gotta. Like, I guess you gotta get it. Like you gotta be in on it. The joke, not the joke, but like you the, gotta be open minded to it. I think for me, my affinity back with the with the honorable minister. Went back a lot of years further. I remember when my uncle, I come from a, a Christian family. Yeah. You know, my, my grandfather was a pastor. Um, several uncles grew up in the church. And I remember my uncle when he was converting over to Islam and yeah. how it was, you know, not necessarily the easiest sell for my grandfather. Mm-hmm. Seeing, you know, his oldest son converting and then like, you know, my uncle is also a vegetarian and just like, <laughs> you know, black families can be 100. They, their level of support can be, you know, wishy-washy at yeah. times. Now, yeah. I'm a young kid, but I can tell some ain't, ain't always on the up and up. And I remember my uncle, I used to love to watch Arsenio Hall. That was my shit to watch. And I remember my uncle was talking about, you know, Farrakhan who I had no clue who he was yeah. being on Arsenio Hall. So I, this particular night I stayed up and I watched Farrakhan and I was just enormed with this way that this black man was speaking about himself. And I, and I just always remember like he said a phrase like Farrakhan is not afraid. Listen, and that dog. just like resonated with something in me. Some of the greatest stuff, some of the greatest television is Farrakhan in 92 and 93 on, on Phil Donahue show. Oh, yeah. And he was taking questions from the crowd. You know what I'm saying? He was like, so when he was explaining, like, well, no, this is kind of actually out of context. Because one of the things we said, you said that um, Judea- Judaism is a gutter religion or something like that. And he was like, no, that's not what I said. I said the people who are doing all these atrocities and hiding behind Judaism you're actually not, that's not Judaism. You practice some gutter religion because if you read what's in that book, it say you couldn't do this to these people, whatever, whatever. But they was like, nope, you anti-Semitic. You said Jews uh, practice a, a, a gutter religion. So when he was trying to explain himself, so I look at your back and he was like, ho, ho, hold on. Oh, I don't miss my, I don't mince my words. Like, I'm not afraid of you. Everything I say, I say it and I mean it. And it was just like, I know we talked about it, um, multiple times, and it slips in my mind sometimes because we get on here, we just start kicking it, talking like a barbershop. But the way that Farrakhan speak, and the way that Khaled Muhammad speak, and I really admire that. Yeah, like we talk about be, um, uh, per- perfect with your words and be impeccable with your words. Like dog, I really, really admire that, and it's just a, a level of confidence, a level of information because. It was so many white folks that were in the in the crowd. This is 92, 93, early 90s or whatever, before and after the Million Man March, who would never seen somebody speak like that. And then some of them would get up like, well, I know y'all don't like him in the crowd, but like based off everything he said, like what 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 did he lie about? You know what I'm saying? Like he when he quotes something, he like, I don't I don't quote this from my personal experience, I'll use your scholars, your scholars in the books that y'all say are accredited says this, this, and this. So based on what y'all say, like, I don't know, man. And I know, um, 
one of my goals is to sit down with the man. Look, we didn't came we didn't came real close on two occasions to sitting down. It's gonna happen. Yeah. It's it's gonna happen. Yeah. I'm just and I don't and I don't even really want to ask him nothing. I just want to let him talk because that's what's going one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't feel like at this point in his life is going to be like a lot of interviewing and back and forth. And I'm cool with that. Like, can if you he po- if if he just give us an hour of his time just to talk, I'll be glad with it. Can you point to a time anywhere in history uh, where the nation of Islam has enacted violence on anybody? I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, for it to be so, like, I can't even point to a time where in a speech he told somebody to do something. Or, you know what I mean? Or alluded to the fact... For him to be so hated and feared, I, mentioned I just that. don't understand it. I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about the Black Panthers or Malcolm and Martin. Like, we always get, like, the, the Malcolm is the militant and the Black Panthers was this. Like, well, when the fuck did the Black Panthers whoop somebody's ass? When did, they, when did they fight and beat up the police or whatever? Like, it never happened. Yeah. Now, the police pulled up and shot and killed them. But, like, it, like the narrative that we have about some of the things that happened in the past, like, it... it it really didn't it happen. Is the narrative that's taught to us in books that we didn't write, yeah, and and narratives that we didn't have no hand in, yeah. Like we wasn't alive around then, but this is the official word, so I don't have anything to like. What I'm a, what I'm gonna base it off of, yeah. But um, I support Farrakhan, man. But he has uh he got his own he got his own network he got his own everything he's self sufficient. Like I con- the conversation that we had last night, you know what I'm saying? You, exactly. Y'all find out in the future, but it's it's all about being self sufficient. So um, am I dangerous because I've been talking about group ep- group economics for the last thirty to forty years? Am I dangerous because I tell men to not do drugs, not to drink, to to take care of their children, uh, to honor them out? honor their wives, honor their family? Is that what makes me dangerous? You know what I mean? Like so, I don't like the names that he was associated with in that little band list, like one of the guys trying to make like pedophilia, like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, don't put me on the fucking list with this nigga. (laughs) He trying to make men or liking little girls like normal, like a protected class, like LBGT. Like, no, no, that's not like, that's not a, that's not about that's Hopefully that's not a thing. Hey man, one thing that I've always found in my, 37 years of walking God's earth that is damn near impossible to muddle the truth. You can you can put a smoke screen on it for a little bit, but it always comes out in the rinse, man. Yeah. Uh I do have a music pick for the week. Uh Logic featuring Eminem, Homicide. Uh shout out to my homeboy Mo, man. He sent me that shit earlier today and I did not listen. Mo Corleone? No. Um uh-huh. Mo Parker. <laughs> oh, okay, cuz I uh, Shout out to the homie Mo Corleone because I happened to to scroll through his IG and I don't know where he was at spitting, but he was he was giving them that that, yeah, that I'm turf about to, talk. Uh, have him up here and jump on a little cipher joint for sure. Um, I got a who man's is this? All right, it wasn't even the, the Facebook shit. Okay, now uh, let me go ahead and get something together right quick. <laughs> now. I am not a member of the Beehive at all. But for a good four minutes and 28 seconds, whenever Love on Top comes on, I'm definitely. Baby, it's you. <laughs> all me and Love that song. Yeah, <laughs> Love on Top. Uh, but 
That's how I want Beyonce anyway. Um, y'all seen Homecoming, right? I have. It's yes. on Netflix. You can. I, I can, When you go on Netflix, that's the first thing you're gonna see. It's pretty fucking incredible. Yeah. It really is. I mean, the marching bands, like the whole black experience, makes you feel proud to be black. Like some yeah. HBCU shit, right? It was really dope. I enjoyed it. I'm not even like a fan like that. Um, practicing for eight months for two hours. Two hours. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not 55 days for an hour and 40 minutes, but like, hey, it's real. It's real close. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm on the timeline, and some shit come across my timeline. I thought it was a joke. Like I thought it was like a parody. Is it Taylor Swift? The whitest person I've ever seen in my life decided to whitewash a HBCU in all pink with a, the, the weakest marching band I've ever seen in my life. Full of mail. Please, somebody. Full of Hellman's life. Please, somebody go get Ann Arbor Trail to wash that weak-ass mayonnaise-flavored. Um, what does Taylor What the fuck is Taylor Swift doing? She trying the best. She doing she the best tried. she can. She, it was too soon. She, she doing the best she boy, can. She been coming in 2B to Beyonce's 1A mm. for a long time, <laughs> dog. Not 1A, 1B. Bitch, you like. <laughs> no, no, no. You said it right. 2B. 2B. Nigga, like. She doing B. the best she can. No, that's just so whack. Like, so they was like, listen, the blacks like marching bands. Let's get a pink one. And we're going to do this at the whatever award show that Billboard is. Awards. Billboard Music Awards. In which Drake won 20. the most ever Billboard Music Awards. And Cardi B swept them shits too. Barty Gang. Is that, that's a thing? Ow, ow, ow. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely chopping that shit the fuck up. <laughs> that's about to be a drop, nigga. <laughs> I'm mad I didn't bring the camera in today. <laughs> that's funny hey man who man somebody get taylor swift the fuck out of here dog that, that shit weak we is she, that is she an adult yet is it like she 18 i don't know that we don't want the great value uh version of beyonce okay no, no great value mayonnaise <laughs> no we don't want that great value nigga get the fuck out of here dog. mayonnaise on white bread please oh, i have two did you see boosie <laughs> Did you see that? First of all, you know I saw that Boosie clip when that nigga was trying to make this. When that nigga was dipping his finger in that butter and putting it on that bread. Oh shit! I said that's some rich nigga shit right there because better not nobody else have to use that butter in the house. Man, that was the richest portion I've seen because it was a uh, it was a sliced cheese and it's a bologna. That nigga was using a fingertip. That nigga was using a fingertip. And he's like, damn, this sandwich making broke, man. Oh man. Like, that was some funny shit. <laughs> a little bit of mayo. Boosie, get a fucking knife. When niggas say uh light mayo, I'm gonna say boosie mayo, okay, nigga. <laughs> Give me a, a dollop. <laughs> Give me a little bit of let me let me get a boosie of uh boosie of butter. Anyway. I aspire to be like boosie when I get rich, man. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> In all the positive ways. <laughs> right. Um, he kicked that little kid off live. You see that hit? Yeah, he did. That's what's up. And he made a bitch strip on the on the freeway. I so. aspire to be like Boosie as I grow older. Um, I will say this. I'll start. I mean, I'll end like we started. May is Urban Podcast Month. Shout out to all you urban podcasts out there across the country. 
Uh, make sure you hashtag 2019 UPM. Hashtag that if you're having an event. Every time you post um, something podcast related in the month of May, uh, Urban Podcast Month event this year. It's going to be on Sunday, May the 26th at the Charles H. Wright Museum of African American History because I make history every day. I don't need a month. Urban Podcast Month is going to be there and um, it's going to be a great time. We will have the Shop Talk merch physically available for you to purchase. Buy, buy, buy. So pull up for all of you who be tweeting and DMing and and making comments who've always wanted to meet one of us. This is the time for you to pull up. <laughs> yeah, ladies. This is the time. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be in the flesh. I'm just saying, if you're a listener of the show and you wanted to interact, this is the perfect time to pull up because, you know, we're very approachable. In yeah. events like this, don't walk up to me in the street. I'm probably got a mean face on. Yeah, but uh, this this would be the perfect time to mix and mingle. Facts. Um, benediction. Uh, it's damn going wild on everything that matters. Twitter, IG, at us. Meet us at our Urban Podcast uh, Month event. Let's let's get it and buy all the merch. Facts. Because I'll be honest, there's only one person you I got, promise. You got, uh, your little mug over there and shit. Yeah. You, been over there Maybe I'll autograph it. Think we can raffle it for a dollar or two? I'm sure we can get something. Man, that one thing we was talking about with the on the, the art, yeah. man, that's going to be cold. It will be. That's going to be cold. And I'll be honest, there's only one person that's walking this earth that I, that I promise free merch to, and that's the shirt, and that's to my dog, Kena. Everybody else, come uh, out and buy the shit. That's not true. That's the only person I promise free merch to. Nope, that's not true. Well, that's Sugar your- Ray. Oh, well, yeah. Um, Sugar's the homie. She can, she can get her free yeah, shirt, too. Facts. Um, hey, man, we got good merch. We got good shit. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are J&A. Hell, yeah. Peace. Peace. <laughs>